Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Martha Monomayer. She is a certified nutritional consultant in Denver, Colorado. Through Healthy Choices Unlimited, she has helped over 20,000 people join the Colorado Medical Marijuana Registry with medical cannabis evaluations throughout the state. She is the Director of Cannabis Clinicians Colorado, a nonprofit professional society dedicated to supporting the brave people working with Colorado medical cannabis patients with high-quality accreditations and education. And Martha also coordinated last November's conference, MJ for MDs, in Denver. Thank you for joining me today, Martha. Thank you, Audrey. So let's jump right in. Um, Can you tell us who you are, where you studied, and what brought you into the cannabis industry? Uh, Sure. I'm a certified nutritional consultant, and I'd also been managing uh, medical clinics and alternative medical clinics for years. And during that time, I worked in pain clinics. And as part of pain clinics, we would have acupuncturists, we'd have physical therapists, we would have chiropractors, and we'd have MDs. And what we saw was a difference in, in people getting better and people not getting better and chronic problems. And patients who said they used marijuana got better uh, faster and with fewer dangerous drugs than other patients. And then also at the time um, when I first got into this, I was married to a severe epileptic and cannabis was one of the few things that really worked for him. And, And we find that over and over actually in the cannabis industry that many people have a personal story about a family member who this worked for. And and that's what made their turnaround from all the years of hearing it's illegal and smoking kills and all those things to discovering that this is an herbal medicine with an ancient history that actually does work for people. So that's how I got into it. And then in 2013, when Sanjay Gupta's weed episode came out, I was running Healthy Choices Unlimited, my medical cannabis evaluation clinic. And all of a sudden, we started getting calls from hospitals. And the calls were, hey, all these parents are calling us and we don't know anything about marijuana. You've got to get in here. So I started speaking at hospitals and clinics about the effects of medical marijuana and the endocannabinoid system and the way that it worked for our patients. And that's when I learned the shocking statistic that of the 20,000 physicians who are registered as active doctors in the state of Colorado, fewer than 5% had ever written a medical marijuana recommendation. The other 95% of doctors knew absolutely nothing about it, even in a legal state. And I set out to do something about that. And that's where Marijuana for Medical Professionals, our conference, came from. We've now shortened the name to MJ for MDs. But since then, we have offered over 40 hours of continuing medical education credits for physicians specifically in cannabis medicine. Wow. So you guys are fighting an amazing um, fight here, being able to educate not only the public, but our physicians who have our lives really in their hands. We trust these people with everything from the day we have our child till the day we die. So I congratulate you and your team on, you know, putting so much effort forth on that. And I wanted to ask next, what do you find most fascinating about cannabis? You know, 
what I find most fascinating about it is the way that it does so many things for so many people. When you look at things from an evidence-based medicine standpoint, cannabis just blows up that model completely. Uh, But when you consider other medicines, they kind of do the same thing. I mean, I, I was on a panel once and someone said, why don't we classify the different strains of marijuana by what they do? So we'll have a headache strain and we'll have a blood pressure strain. And I was like, whoa, 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 stop a minute, hold on. You're like saying vitamin C only treats scurvy, when in fact vitamin C helps every cell in our body. So you can't just look at cannabis as being a one-trick pony. Oh, it cures cancer. No, not necessarily. It does a lot of other things too. Um, That's really what's most fascinating about it is how we can apply it to so many different things. And I think that comes down to the fact that every single person has receptors for cannabis in their body. Every single person and every single mammal actually, dogs, mice, elephants, are making cannabis compounds right now in their bodies, whether or not they have used the cannabis plant. So that to me is just as amazing as how the plant interacts with our bodies and helps us heal. Well, um, I know that the endocannabinoid system definitely has a lot to do about why cannabis is needed for every single individual from conception to death. Um, And I find that tremendously fascinating as well. So this is a question that I really like to ask people who have been in this field who are fighting this great fight. What do you find most frustrating about what's going on with cannabis now and that has been going on for the past 30 to 40 years now that we have had this science and research? Well, there are a lot of myths still out there. And then there's new myths that that are coming up. And it comes from the fact that it's been illegal for so long. Um, For example, one of the new myths that's been out there ever since 2013, when CNN bravely put Sanjay Gupta on with his weed episode, the myth is, is that CBD is the medicine and THC is just for recreation. And that is totally untrue. The two of them work synergistically in the body to create the healing effect. So the idea that CBD is is the real medicine and we should just throw out the THC just drives me crazy. But we have states enacting CBD-only laws somehow for their medical patients, even though that's only going to help a small percentage of people. When if you used whole plant medicine that combined the CBD, THC, CBG, CBC, THCV, and the terpenes, what's known as Lester Grinspoon calls it the therapeutic ensemble. Raphael Meshulam calls it the entourage effect, but whatever you call it, um, these myths are, are really interfering with our ability to, to move forward in some cases, like CBD-only laws. Well, I would find that very frustrating too. I definitely understand that, you know, pulling out one part of a plant or even a mineral, we see what can happen just looking at our pharmaceutical companies that are continually doing that and the results that we've been getting, which are not great. So you have this amazing clinic. What type of patients do you see on average? Well, uh, let's just talk about our average patient because one of the other myths that I like to bust is the idea that people who smoke pot 
just want to get high and we find in medical marijuana that is completely untrue. You know, there's a myth that it's all a bunch of 18 year olds who just fell off their skateboards last week. That is completely untrue. Our average patient is 51 years old and has had chronic pain for at least 10 years. We are the doctor of last resort. We are where grandma goes because her doctor says there's nothing more we can do for your arthritis. You just have to accept a certain level of pain. That's where we get grandma in. And most of our patients, well, okay, most by I mean like 98% of our patients want to be better. They don't want to be high. So one of the things we do in our clinic is talk to patients about different forms of cannabis that they can use so that they are in control of their psychoactivity. If you're a patient at our clinic, we want you better when you want to be better and high when you want to be high and you're in control of when those things happen. So we have a lot of non-psychoactive options for our patients and we have ways of combining psychoactive and non-psychoactive medicines based on time of day and how long the medicine stays in the body to really help our patients get the relief that they want. Well, that's just amazing. And I know not everyone wants to be intoxicated all day long, like you mentioned, but there is a point in time where that intoxication is greatly better than intoxication with other things, especially looking at comparative to alcohol, where there is so much on the other side of that and the hangovers and the toxin that goes into your body and all the work that your body has to do to clear that out of you. Um, so I really appreciate you telling us about, you know, this generation of people that is finding no hope in a doctor's office and is able to come to you and find that hope that they've been looking for. But we do need to take a short break. And when we come back, we will continue our discussion with certified nutritional consultant, Martha Monomare. More when High on Healthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Boober way. The 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo makes its way back to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, April 21st to the 23rd at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Register right now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. Check out over 150 exhibitors showcasing their businesses and the new advances being made in medical and legal cannabis markets. Plus, hear from an all-star lineup of celebrities, former football players, medical professionals, and more. Join thousands of curious cannabis consumers just like you at the 2017 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo, Dallas-Fort Worth. Last-minute registration is open now at swccexpo.com slash Texas. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. My guest today is cannabis industry professional since 2009, Martha Monomare, who started Healthy Choices Unlimited with a medical cannabis evaluation clinic in 2012, currently working with three medical doctors across the state, helping Colorado cannabis patients join the Colorado Medical Marijuana Registry. Now, we were just talking about the average patient, usually over the age of 50, not being able to find what they're looking for inside of their doctor's office, and then coming into the clinic and talking with Martha and her staff. So I wanted to ask next, Martha, when working with patients, how are you able to help them individually with understanding education, supplementation, dosage of medication, and so forth? Well, as you know about cannabis, it is not one size fits all, but there is a size for everyone. So what we do in clinic, um, and, and I'm not an MD, I'm a nutritional consultant, so they see an MD and he gives them specific suggestions. All of our MDs have been through the training programs that we've put out there. So even if you're seeing a doctor who was once an eye surgeon, you know, he's got the 40 hours of continuing medical education in cannabis medicine specifically. So really, he's a cannabis specialist at this point in time. And they give suggestions to the doctor. And Dr. Larry Hannon, who's who's at a bunch of our clinics, just does a wonderful job of getting the patients comfortable with the idea of working themselves up slowly and figuring out what's right for them. We have a patient education video that you can find on YouTube or on our website that's 10 minutes long that talks about the different forms of cannabis available in Colorado. And a kind of a introduction to dosing yourself up slowly. And then through our Colorado Society of Cannabis Clinicians or Cannabis Clinicians Colorado, I always say it backwards, um, we have new patient success guide booklets that we're getting ready to put out in the dispensaries that talk about how long each type of cannabis stays in the body, how long to use it, and then we always recommend that our patients keep a journal of their cannabis use to figure out what works for them. You have to use the trial and error method to find what's right for you. Most of our patients need a variety of medicines to get better, not just one. But one of the things that Dr. Hannon's very proud of is the number of patients that he's taken off of more dangerous medicines. You know, as Dr. Hannon puts it, this is like an aspirin bottle that says take one to 50, one to 10 times per day. You don't know if you're a one, you could be a 23, you could be a 17, you could be a 35, you could be a 50. So if you write it down and keep track, you can find the dose that's right for you and be in control of both your health uh, and your experience. Well, I really like that because that sounds like you truly have freedom to be able to control yourself. And I see that being taken away from us more and more, our freedoms of choice on how we want to do things for ourselves personally or our family members. So I really love that explanation and I thank you for that. And I wanted to ask, in your clinic, besides cannabis, do you focus on any other health education? 
Um, we are kind of a one-trick pony at this point. Uh, we do medical cannabis education for physicians. Um, we run an active clinic doing the cannabis evaluations, which includes patient education and helping patients with success. Uh, but really, that's that's about it right now. I, I do a few nutritional consultations, but um, nope. Okay, well... Um... So people in Colorado, you know where to go to uh, get the right focused attention to help you with your cannabis use. And I wanted to ask you, Martha, how has cannabis personally impacted your life? You know, in, in so many ways. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here with a glass of raw cannabis juice next to me, and, and that's something that we've been using for about three years with patients now and are just so excited about raw cannabis juice is non-psychoactive. It does not make you high or stoned. You think your plants are full of THC. They're not. They're full of THCA, which is tetrahydrocannabinol carbolic acid. And until you heat or dry that plant, which knocks off that A off the end, knocks off the acid chain and makes it psychoactive THC, but until you heat or dry the plant, it's not going to make you higher stoned. So we have patients take the vegetative leaves from the cannabis plant, not the ones with trichomes on them, the, the green leafy fan leaves. Rinse them off and run them through a wheatgrass juicer, put them in your Ninja blender. And what you've got then is kind of like wheatgrass juice on steroids because you've got all the chlorophyll that you have in any green leafy vegetable juice, which is a blood builder and a super antioxidant and very energizing. But then you've also got that raw cannabis acid, THCA, that activates the CD2 receptors in the gut and the immune system. And even though it doesn't make you higher stoned, it seems to act, and I, you know, I can't validate this scientifically, but we theorize that it's reducing inflammation from the inside out. And we're getting fantastic results with different types of autoimmune disorders. I personally have chronic migraine headaches. And Dr. Ethan Russo uh, from Montana wrote a paper a few years ago that was fascinating about whether or not migraine, irritable bowel syndrome, and fibromyalgia might actually be the result of an endocannabinoid system deficiency disorder because he was finding similar findings that microdosing tiny amounts of THC, or in this case I use the THCA because I don't want to be high during the day, um, actually stimulate the endocannabinoid system to the point where we can reduce the frequency of migraine, we can reduce the frequency of fibromyalgia attacks, we can reduce the frequency of irritable bowel syndrome. So it's, it's something that I'm really excited about for the future, and we always tell our patients about it in clinic. That is very exciting, and I remember um, when I started getting into this and looking into this for my personal um, use, I saw that people were juicing cannabis, and I thought, what a great idea. Now, how do you get a kid to drink that? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there's is, a great idea. I'm actually yeah. heading up to uh, Greeley later today to take some of the pulp left over out of the juicer to an animal feed lab and see if there's anything in it that I could maybe freeze dry and grind into a powder, so possibly we'll get there. Now, there are some dispensaries also that are cold processing their plants and making THCA tinctures. And that is something that you could, you know, mix into food for a sick child. Yes. And, and, right. And possibly, but you're absolutely right. There is no way that any kid would, would chug down 
a glass of this. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I definitely know it's an adult taste for sure. And that's why I was really excited within my journey to find, you know, CO2 cold pressed oils where it's still the mm-hmm. live plant form and it's raw. And you can most likely mix it with something like an applesauce to get a kid to take it, um, which is really the path that I have gotten to. Um, so speaking of kids, what do you think is currently missing in our school? at any level really pertaining to cannabis education? Well, honestly, you know, the, the, the fear continues. I don't think that the D.A.R.E. program served our nation very well, honestly, and I'm, I'm glad that that's over with now. Um, but, you know, really in schools, nutritious meals are the most important thing. I, I'm, I'm a nutritional consultant. I just can't help it. School lunch is so important and making sure that our kids are eating fresh, healthy foods. Uh, here, here in Denver, when I was a volunteer at Skyline Community High School for many years, at, at one point, um, I was in the school for like a solid week and had to eat school lunch. And it was crazy because the worst thing to eat were the salads and the fresh fruits because the city of Denver at that point in time, they've now had to change this due to parent uprisings and people like me, but they would process all the food at one central place and drown it in these preservatives and then send it out to the school. So the worst thing you could eat was the salad. It would literally make me sick. It had so many preservatives and salts. It tasted like solid salt dumped on it. And fresh, healthy meals are so important. You know, our body really does revive from from food. And when you think about it, the reason that we eat salad before dinner is raw foods contains the enzymes that we need to digest them right in there. So if you start your meal with a salad, you're getting those enzymes. If you eat cooked vegetables, that's wonderful. They're easier to digest. Sometimes you can absorb more of the minerals that way. There's reasons there's food we have raw and foods we have cooked and having a variety of fresh, healthy foods available for our kids is so important to brain health and it's so important to learning. As far as cannabis goes, it's really just a matter of getting rid of the prejudice so that we can see it as, you know, both a medicine um, and the plant that it is instead of just this, this devil's weed and the terrible drug idea. Yeah. Well, I've been to my children's school and I have seen what those kids are being fed for lunch and it has scared me. And I pack a lunch every day because I want to make sure I know what my children are consuming. I did want to ask though, um, what are your thoughts on teaching our children at a younger age? You know, when we're teaching sex education in fourth or fifth grade or sixth grade um, about the endocannabinoid system and so that we're educating children from a very young age to understand why it would maybe not be advantageous for them to be smoking marijuana, but, you know, using supplementation and, you know, starting to learn to want to ingest those like raw juices and et cetera, to build that for themselves. What are your thoughts on that? Here we are back to the everybody's different, uh, very important, everybody's different point. Okay. There are, if cannabis is part of the cannabis, a plant family, and there are three members of that plant family and they are hemp, hops, and hackweed. Okay. Um, It took me a while before I could use cannabis, and there's very few forms, actually, that I can use consistently. And the reason is I am allergic to that plant family. It used to be when I was a kid, you know, everyone wants to drink beer when they're a kid because it's illegal, right? I would drink a beer and get a rash from the neck down in about 10 minutes. I still can't drink a beer without getting a rash from the neck down in about 10 minutes. I am allergic to hops. 
I am also mildly allergic to members of the hemp family plant. I can use the raw cannabis juice. I can use certain forms, but there's terpenes that I have to avoid. So I would not, this is not for everyone, okay? The other thing about children is our body's relationship with cannabis changes over time. And some people have different, you remember middle school, I remember middle school, those Mm -hmm. hormones, okay, everybody's got them. They're what change you from a child into an adult. Part of that hormone chain is the steroid hormone precursor called pregnenolone. Pregnenolone was proven a few years ago in a French study by French scientists to actually shut off the CB1 receptor in the brain and nervous system. The cannabinoid 1 receptor in the brain and nervous system is literally negatively affected by pregnenolone. Now, Other studies have shown previously, and this is well documented, that shutting off the CB1 receptor is a source of depression and suicidal tendencies in people of all ages. All right? So childhood depression, I believe cannabis may actually be able to help some depression people. And that's because if they are having low CB1 activity because of the pregnenolone their body's making naturally to help turn them into an adult, cannabis might really shine for that person. But it's not for everyone, as always. So we need to be, you know, careful and circumspect and respect the fact that everybody's different, you know? You don't have everyone take the same vitamins because there's people who react badly to certain things. I don't recommend that everybody eat beef or everybody eat oranges. That makes sense. Um, Well, we do need to take a short break. But when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Martha Monomare of Healthy Choices Unlimited. More when High Unhealthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With New Frontier Data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. 
Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hello and welcome back to High Unhealthy. My guest today is Martha Monomayer, a certified nutritional consultant at Healthy Choices Unlimited in Colorado, medical marijuana evaluation clinic seeing patients in Denver, Vail, Montrose, Gunnison, and other Colorado locations. She assists the doctors with patient treatment plans incorporating cannabis and nutrition. She also offers personal nutritional consultations for cannabis patients. She is the founder of the Colorado Cannabis Clinicians Professional Society and lectures frequently on medical cannabis. Now, we were just chatting about educating the youth on cannabis, and I wanted to ask when comparing high CBD to high THC content and supplementation or medication, what have you seen help just as an average everyday healthy person? You know, for an average everyday healthy person, I, I would recommend the raw cannabis acids uh, or raw cannabis juice because that is much more of a nutritional supplement um, than, than pot smoking. And the reason I say that is because it keeps your digestive system active. You aren't what you eat. You are what you absorb. And eating a a fresh green leafy vegetable like a cannabis leaf and the THCA, raw cannabis acids going all the way through your body. I mean, as a nutritional supplement, that's, that's the only thing I would say that maybe for, quote, everybody, as long as they don't have a specific allergy to that plant family or, you know, there's, there's other factors. It's really hard to make sweeping generalizations um, about any kind of supplementation. Uh, now, from the CBD and THC standpoint, there are definitely people out there using CBD as both a neuroprotectant and as an anti-cancer type of agent. And that's just fine. The places that we tend to get into trouble with using it on a consistent basis like that is CBD tends to have a, a lot of the terpene myrcene in it. And myrcene is known for its hypnotic effect. Myrcene is also found in the myrrh plant, and that's why it's named that. Um, but the hypnotic effect of myrcene and kind of, it can be a bit of a, if you're taking, you're t- you know you're taking too much CBD when you're grumpy and feel kind of flat and are tired a lot because you can take a little bit too much. On the flip side of that, you know you're taking too much THC uh, if you feel anxious um, or you start having some paranoid thoughts. So there's a balance for everyone, but there's not a standard amount for everyone. And everybody's different. We have some patients who react horribly to any THC at all and just use CBD. On the flip side, we have patients who feel absolutely nothing from CBD and just take THC. And that is fine. Um, you know, once again, it's not a one size fits all, but there is a size for everyone. And it's really a matter of working with your healthcare provider to find what's right for you. That is all really wonderful information for our listeners. And I want to take it a step further. What have you seen in your practice that has helped people that are suffering more deeply? 
um, maybe with more, you know, extreme fibromyalgia cases or even, you know, the cancers or Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, things like that. What have you seen that's been helping these patients? So let's preface this by saying, doctor, doctor, will I die? Yes, you will. And so will I. Okay. Everybody dies of something. Sometimes cannabis is a miracle pain relief, a miracle cure. But most of the time, it is simply symptom relief. And I would never tell a patient that this is a magic bullet that's a cure-all for all diseases from baldness to bad breath. It just isn't, okay? It's a plant and it's a nutritional supplement. So approaching everything differently in general, 95%, I think it's 93% of the patients on the Colorado Medical Marijuana Registry are on for severe pain. Now, there's different types of pain. There's musculoskeletal pain, there's neurological pain, which are things like migraines, there's post-operative pain, accident recovery pain. So it depends on what you're treating. And then there's autoimmune system type pain, which is like rheumatoid arthritis. So the type of pain you're treating, the chronicity of that pain, and what your goals for your patient are, are going to modify the plan for that patient. Um, You know, if your patient is in accident recovery and they're a professional athlete and they want to get back to their sport, you're going to treat them one way. If they're a a cancer pain patient and the pain is deep and chronic and it's while they're in treatment, you're going to treat that another way. Um, If they've got some nagging arthritis pain that is, you know, ongoing, you're going to treat that one way. And if it's episodic, if every now and then they're back spasms, you're going to treat that a different way too. For most people with chronic pain, because that's what we see a lot of, we use a total of typically four different types of medicine. We use a preventative and the preventative is often a non-psychoactive. It can be a CBD capsule that's taken every day. It can be the raw cannabis juice to reduce inflammation from the inside out. Uh, It can be a balm or a salve that is non-psychoactive that they're going to rub on. Or it can be a low-dose edible that they take at night. No one cares if you're stoned in your sleep. And Mm -hmm. That helps keep you asleep, and by helping keep you asleep, you have more restorative sleep and therefore fewer days of pain. So a preventative is one type of medicine that we would find what's right for that patient. And then number two, you're going to need something for daily support. And a lot of those daily support ones are similar to the preventative ones, but we also, with daily support, often like to use microdosing. And microdosing, we've had fantastic results with having that actually be a preventative as well. And microdosing can be things like where you take uh, a tincture and you're only you're taking only a few drops, so you're only taking enough to activate the endocannabinoid system but not enough to interfere with, interfere with work. And you're doing that three or four times a day, but it keeps the problem from coming back. And then you need something for acute pain. When that back spasms and you can't rise from a chair, the fastest way to get this body, this, this body, this medicine into your body is to inhale it. So this is where inhaled medicines shine is for acute problems. If you get the aura from a cluster headache and you know that that's coming on, you got a little time there when you can go take a couple of hits. And sometimes we can prevent hours of pain and we can prevent debilitating symptoms with inhaled medicines because they do work so quickly. But the thing about inhaled medicines is they don't last in the body very long. 90% of the cannabinoids that are absorbed when inhaled from peak plasma level are gone out of the plasma and into the perfuse organs within about 90 minutes. So it only lasts in the body typically for two to three hours, you know, at the most. And if you don't want to sit around smoking all day and, you know, it can be a problem for a lot of people. 
we switch to other things. And that's where the fourth type of medicine comes in, which is the long-acting ones. And long-actings are typically edibles, which stay in the body for a long time, the patches, and and then the rubs and salves once again. So we'll sit down with the patient. We'll go over the different types of medicines, how long they last, and how to make the mix that works for them. And the cannabinoid mixer, each person is going to be different, but, but in the end, you know, we... We are successful about 70% of the time. Now, when you look at things that the FDA approves, the drug Claritin, which is the first drug that was advertised on TV, that was approved by the FDA when it worked 15% of the time. So if we're getting good results 70% of the time, I think we're doing pretty well. Well, it sounds like you guys are getting some amazing results for your patients and pain control. As you said, that is the highest number of patients you are seeing. And so I am very excited about that. And I can't wait until more states in this country start getting on the same bandwagon. And I just want to ask for our listeners, how can we keep up with you, your works, your events? How are we best to follow you? Um, Thanks. That's a good question. I'm going to be a part of the Greenflower Media Cannabis Summit coming up uh, uh, next month, I think it is, and that'll be the different kind of a more in depth of what I just talked about the the four different types of medicines that we recommend and and how to use them. Um, our Colorado Society of Cannabis Clinicians, the website for that is c o s c c dot org. And that website is really great because if you go to the site assets on Cannabis Clinicians Colorado, there are two by condition databases in those site assets that you can look up your condition and see research that's been done with cannabis on what's wrong with you. And it helps you make better decisions about medicines. Uh, And if you find something that works for you that's not in the research, you can always just email me in a case study and I can add it on. So, COSCC.org is probably the best way to do that and join that mailing list. And that way you'll get information about our events like Marijuana for Medical Professionals. We have an Are You Impaired event uh, coming up in August that we're really excited about where we're hoping to uh, be able to show non-impaired blood levels for cannabis pain patients who are well controlled. Um, and that's where the information is. There's a cannabis and cancer ebook written by our friends at Illegally Healed at the bottom of the site assets on uh, the Cannabis Clinician's website too. Well, thanks for sharing that with us and our listeners. We have to wrap it up, but to continue this discussion, visit a6wellness.com. You can download episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the show on social media by searching A6 Wellness. And we can't forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today. We've learned so much with Mar. We've learned so much with Martha Monomare from Healthy Choices Unlimited. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much today. Lastly, thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, action. A6 Wellness.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.